What's up, guys? It's episode 315. Welcome back to the show. Jacqueline, welcome back to the show. This is going to be an audio-only episode. And I'll be honest, I planned on telling some pretty lighthearted stories today about my life, like I usually do. One that includes um, puking on a first date last weekend. I thought that might be a funny story to tell, uh, specifically puking up octopus on a first date. Okay. I was going to talk about current events happening in the food industry, like this new edible burrito tape coming out. You guys know how much I love burritos. That really got me excited when I read that headline. There's edible burrito, burrito tape coming to market okay Kim K is now there's some news about her being or becoming the first taste tester ambassador for some fucking vegan meat company I don't know and then I I think what else did I have I was going to talk about how okay I'm in the sauna every day at the gym I'm telling I'm like telling you guys what I was going to talk about. I'm like briefing you. I'm not going into any of these stories because here's the thing. We're going to talk about the Rob Elementary School shooting and I'm going to bitch. Okay? This is going to be me unloading my uh ideas about mass shootings or my ideas, my opinions just like every other fucking content creator on the internet right now okay I'm gonna be talking about the Rob elementary school shooting and I'm kind of numb right now I'll be honest I'm like numb but I'm also fired up and fucking mad and it's a weird this has been a really heavy week and so yeah that's what this episode's gonna be let me just cut to the chase the, the last thing I was gonna talk about is how yeah I'm in the sauna every day or every morning and everyone in there speaks Spanish and I was gonna like make a comment or like a joke or do a bit about how I'm become I'm gonna become bilingual something like that I don't know um because I like it's like a personal challenge every time I go in the sauna I'm like okay let's see how let's see if I can like understand what this conversation is about just like I, I understand words not sentences but I'll sit there without my headphones on and I'll like try to eavesdrop on these conversations conversations in Spanish and anyways by the way I got my shoulder tapped on okay this is a reoccurring thing lately lately in this me struggling with my L's fuck late hold on (laughs) speech impediment I'm a podcast host I need to fix that lately this has been a reoccurring reoccurring thing lately where I'm approached about my podcast in public like what the fuck right it's always unexpected it's it's always like whoa I can't believe someone listened to it or whatever so 
Yeah, speaking of the sauna, I got my shoulder tapped on by this guy and he, he taps my shoulder and he's like, hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, you're really strong. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Like working out? Like I'm at the gym? Like you're really strong? He goes, I listened to the episode about how you got cheated on or whatever. <laughs> So like, there we go again, like someone in public, some random person in public talking to me about my podcast. It's crazy. And then he was telling me, so then what's amazing about that is then he was like, yeah, that happened to me. Like, you know, relatable, relatable, relatable. And that's literally the most fulfilling thing. Like at this stage in the game with content and, you know, posting it to the internet, like that's all I want that's my uh that's like the only thing or the only reason or my only goal is that those moments like when a stranger walking the face of the earth alongside me out there um you know feels like they're not alone or they find comfort in what I'm saying or they can relate to me and blah, blah, you know, like, or, and we can, um, connect over that. Cause that's real. It's not just like a fucking photo with a stupid emoji as your, as your caption. And that's all you're putting out there. Like that's my Jesus. I'm not talking about the Rob elementary school shooting and I'm kind of avoiding it to be honest. Cause I know I'm going to get, um, I'm going to be, it's going to get hot and heavy. Okay. Um, yeah, I've, I've always kind of said, I don't know if you're new listening right now, but I established pretty early on with this show that, you know, the internet's not going away. Social media's not going away. It's, it's like people know you or, or when they think of you, they think of your social media. So I was like the, for me, like, I don't feel good about just posting a photo and then that's all people know about me. It's just a still image. It's like a little pixel. It's like one pixel of who I am. But with the podcast, it's like you're getting the whole movie. Okay. You're getting to, you get to actually, so yeah, you might follow my Instagram. You might follow my, uh, <laughs> nobody fucking watches my YouTube. I literally have no YouTube subscribers. I love it. I have no, like my views get, I get like 16 views on a fucking YouTube um, but yeah, you follow my social media and, and then it's like, okay, so yeah, you can see some short little clips here and there or pictures. Um, but then you also get to hang out with me for an hour every week and you have at any time right now, you have 315 hours of, of me. So I just, I just, I feel really good about that. Like that makes me as a content creator, as someone who puts themselves out on, put them, put, puts themselves <laughs> you guys I had a protein shake with coffee after the gym this morning and there is nothing I don't know what that combination does to my body but there is nothing that makes me more wi- wired and focused I feel so laser focused right now um yeah I feel good about that anyways um it's more real it's more like authentic than just yeah posting a picture it's like giving you I don't know the full scope of who I am great cool great story um it's not unique you're not special there everyone and their mom has a podcast Jacqueline 
um, I actually said that to someone the other day. I said, oh, I'm not special. They're like, Jacqueline, you're special. Like, you need to give yourself some credit. I'm like, well, have I? Yeah, okay. I'm starting to feel that way about myself, like, with the show, I guess. Like, I've, I'm a, I've produced this whole thing by myself for a year and a half, and I have over 300 up. I keep repeating that each episode. I have over 300 episodes. Like, what the fuck? It's starting to, yeah, it's starting to occur to me. Okay, let's talk about, you know what? Cue transition music to the cue sad transition music to the Rob Elementary School shooting. So, um, fuck. So, here's what I want to say. I could spend this entire podcast talking about how horrifying it is how sad it is how terrible terrible it is how oh my god I can't believe this keeps happening this needs to stop this is you know I could sit here and get emotional and send my unending thoughts and prayers and condolences to these families I could I could even, you know, I'm not an expert, but I could sit here and talk about the Second Amendment and the fine details of that. Um, You know, I could, that's how I could approach this elementary school uh, shooting segment here. But that's not what I'm going to do, okay? I am Googling the Second Amendment because I do want to... Um, read it here. I think this is like a dumbed down, simplified version. The Second Amendment protects an individual right to possess a firearm unconnected with service in a militia and to use that arm for traditionally lawful purposes such as self-defense within the home. Okay. That's the Second Amendment. I'm not, I'm not, okay. I don't want to talk about gun control. I don't want to talk about gun safety. I don't want to talk about, and this might be raising some eyebrows right now, like Jacqueline, what the fuck? I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to sit here and make this a gun thing. Okay? I'm going to sit here and bitch about the media. Okay? Now, I have a tendency to oversimplify things. And this week I have found, I've, I find myself over and over and over again, watching people's stories, reading what they're posting, seeing all of these tweets, et cetera, et cetera, thinking to myself, like everyone's overthinking it. Everyone's missing it. Nobody, nobody is talking about root cause. I mean, in the the way I see the root cause of mass shootings, of school shootings, okay? I think they're missing the big one. And you know, I'll <laughs> This isn't something I just thought about. In fact, I 
YouTubed about this. It's a private video. I actually pulled it up yesterday to rewatch it. Back in college, I bitched about the media uh, reporting mass shootings. And I was back in, it was like 2016. And here's the thing. Okay, yeah, I have a tendency to oversimplify things. And what do I mean by that? I believe the media over the years since Columbine has inadvertently made mass shootings, school shootings, a thing. They have quite literally woven the term school shooting into the fabric of society. That didn't exist when our parents were our age. I have a demographic of 18, of 18 to 36. And my grandma listens and that's 70. Plus. Okay. But it didn't, it wasn't a thing. And so my whole take on this to cut to the chase is I think the media has planted seeds, offered up an idea to the minds of mentally ill, deranged young men, because young men are the ones that have, they're the ones that are doing these mass shootings. And that's a whole subject in itself. What's going on with the mental health of young men out there? Okay. Um, it's a problem, clearly. Um, yeah, they've, they've basically blown it or they've, shoved it down our throats since Columbine every single time it happens and those images are put into the minds of you know I'm sure when this kid was yeah younger I mean what was he 18 year old yeah he would watch TV watch the news and he'd see that shit because here's the thing okay again I oversimplify things I think a lot of people are going okay and I have so many things. I have so many. Um, I'm going to constantly rebuttal myself here because I understand and I see and I hear the other side 100%. Like I get it. At this point, it's like, all right, we there. The solutions people are coming up with, like putting security guards with guns in schools, like hiring vet, vets to do that, um, bag checks, uh, metal detectors, um, like, I love when all these dumbasses are just like, go vote. Like, that's their solution to this fucking issue. Like, people on their social media, vote. Make sure to vote. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, like, metal detectors, or just like, you know, let's get rid of all of gu- all guns. That's a solution right now. Get rid of all the guns. Like, um, like I get at this stage, like why people are coming up with these ideas, right? Because it's like, lo- it's logical. It seems logical. But again, I feel like they're missing the point. They're missing the big one, which is this wasn't an issue before it was reported 
or before yeah i just and at the end of the at the end of the day i believe the media made mass shootings a thing they period end of story and it sounds like nonsense even when i say it out loud um to say that oh the media should just they next next time a what was the headline I fucking saw on like CNN or CBS? It was like Echoes of Sandy Hook. Fuck you. So, instead of reporting Echoes of Rob Elementary, the next time an elementary school gets shot up, how about this? CBS, CNN, whatever all these news channels are. Don't report it. That sounds crazy. It's like, you know, because over time, like, I think it, we're too far gone now. Like, it's already, I don't want to say that because that's when, once you say, start saying that shit and you give up and you go, well, it's too far. We're too far along for anything to get solved and, and for there to be a, a real solution. Like, now we just have to put all these Band-Aid, uh, Band-Aids on. But in my opinion, if, if yeah, we stop. If the national news stopped fucking reporting this, these shootings when they happen, maybe in thirty years they'd slow. They they wouldn't be. They won't happen as often. <laughs> Who's with me? All right, everybody, rally around. Let's uh, let's go to fucking. How do we? How do we do this? How do we, because here's the thing, social, it's going to, it's going to travel around social media when it happens anyways, right? That's a rebuttal. Well, Jacqueline, people are going to be posting TikToks of this, of this, of, and Instagram stories, and it's going to be on alternative news site. Like people are going to still post shootings, but thing is, is it's the mat, it's the national news. It's the, it's the. NBC, the CBS, the Fox, the CNN, all of those channels that are blanketing the nation with this subject every time it happens. And it's for a month straight. So, yeah. Next time a shooting happens, CNN, I'm just using them as, as an example. What would happen? Obviously, your ratings would... I mean, you got to make money somehow. You know, if it bleeds, it fucking leads. Okay? That's why... If you understand how the business of the news works, that shit rises to the top every time. Oh. Young children in an elementary school lost their lives and got shot up by a ma- in a massacre? We're making money today, motherfuckers. Let's post all... Let's blow shit up today on air about it. And that's wrong. I, I, I just... You know, and, and back in the day, it's funny. I was watching this YouTube video I posted about... Um, I was ranting about the news back in, in college because I wanted to be... A, I wanted to 
be a broadcast journalist. I wanted to be a, a news anchor like my mom. I wanted to s- sit and report the news. And what I was saying in that video, and I and I recognized it early on. And my, I, I believe, I, I mean, I just, for whatever reason, I started observing how fucked up the news was. And I said in that video, I was like, I just, I switched to PR. I changed my um, degree path to PR. So I'm like, this doesn't align with me. I don't want to be a talking head and report on things that I don't believe in. And I don't believe in reporting mass shootings because, it, again, it's literally... A, they, they fucking made it a thing. Tell me differently. Tell me that... Tell me that if a... Here's my point. <laughs> I, I didn't prepare. I don't have any notes or anything. Okay. Do you think that an 18-year-old kid would multiple 18, multiple young men, how many mass shootings have, have there been? Hundreds, I mean, thousands, I mean, how many school shootings in the U.S.? There's so much data on, data on all this shit. Why is Cash App texting me right now? I don't use Cash App. Holy fuck. The U.S. has had 2,032 school shootings. Come on, Wi-Fi. Let's go, Chrome. Um, 16 facts about gun violence in school. Okay. Yeah, 2032, is that what I read? Since 1970? Here's my point. I'm not even... I, I don't need to stop Googling shit. I just need to talk. Yeah, like, if if this... If these school shooters were never exposed to images and videos on the news of school shootings, would they just randomly get the idea on their own to go shoot up a school? It became a thing to do. When you're fucking sick in the head and you have mental derangement, it was like, all right, I'm going to walk in and shoot shoot a school up. I don't think it's that wishful thinking is that yeah I just I just don't see how because it's become a pattern it's become a pattern and what's become a pattern as well reporting the news reporting it every time it happens there's a correlation there whatever the fuck it's called I don't know what is it called correlation yeah now here's what I want to say about solutions and what people are saying about you know gun control, gun safety. Like, I agree that it needs to be... uh, I don't believe in getting rid of guns. I believe it's a constitutional right to own a gun. I'm pro-owning a gun through and through. You can't convince me that getting rid of all guns is going to solve this, okay? But obviously, I think there should be... Um, 
stricter laws around getting a gun and um you know just like this kid had a I didn't read too much into it or read it I didn't even I can't even fucking watch the thing is is like I can't even watch the news because it pisses me off so much but they talk about it on there and I saw something like this this kid had he had like cut his face or something and he was like his neighbors thought he was acting weird and he had like a I don't know if he had a record with the police or whatever but it just like he he was the type of person type of citizen out there that should have been on notice or um high risk person watch or whatever it's called here's the thing i want to say right now just as a um because like sometimes when i podcast or talk in general and this is from my past um uh, this is like ptsd from talking uh, or having conversations in the past with people where they're like what what did you just fucking say um (laughs) something i don't do is i don't pretend to know things I don't know I don't like talking about things I don't know about I just say I I I talk what I'm I'm like this is what my brain is thinking and this is what I know about it and this is how I'm thinking about it and that's what I'm telling you so I don't I fucking hate that when content creators it's like you literally I've watched podcasts before or I've seen clips of podcasts where someone's saying something really like inspirational or like insightful and or really educational and you're literally watching them think out loud like trying to remember it they're not an expert in it but they're like they want to sound good I'm not gonna ever do that ever no um but where was I going with this oh solutions yeah like in these moments I get why people are like oh yeah let's get rid of guns let's put security guards in schools let's um you know do bag checks let's uh you know let's fucking vote let's um do metal detectors um I get it okay when when shit goes down like this that's where people's brain goes and mine's going to like root cause okay I've uh I have never I don't think I've ever talked about this on my show before but I've had to run for my life more than once and in that moment um there wasn't a gun involved I will insert that um there might have been that's what I thought but there, I mean, I never saw one. Um, in that moment, it would, like, it's logical. Or you're, you would go, oh, well, it'd be great if that person didn't have a gun. And then you go a little step further and you go, well, it would be great if they were mentally well. They weren't mentally deranged and sick in the head. So you kind of, like, work backwards. So, like, I get it. Like, okay, people are thinking, okay, let's get rid of guns. Let's in- implement mental health programs, which I'm so pro. Like, let's fucking do that. And, but then let's go a step further and let's f- uh, stop reporting it. Does anyone ever think about how, or, or do you ever think about how, like, back in the day, I know it's a different world now. We have access to information 24-7 from all over all over the world. But like, back in the day, you only really knew what was happening in your town. 
and sure yeah maybe there is a national newspaper or something and you would like know about the war and like the, you would read some headlines about the war going on or something happening on wall street like it trickled to your neighbor that information trickled to your neighborhood somehow but it's not like you knew about the elementary school shooting in 1852 you know a couple states across that wasn't a reality and now it's a reality and I just at the end of the day like it's in my opinion too much information I think that kind of type of news should stay local as much as possible um or not be reported at all as horrible as that might sound like what's the fucking point because in my opinion all it's doing is furthering the issue it's making school shootings a thing it's planting seeds in the minds of these of these school shooters and it's a thing to do just like uh what is the news report that makes it makes something a thing to do i don't know like hey it's memorial day weekend go barbecue with the family here's some hot dog recipes or toppings for your hot dogs that's a thing to do it's like school shootings is right fucking next to that it's just no it's no different it's just it's like a well it's, it's did I just say that I did say that it is very different not even in, this, in the same realm or the same ca- whatever category but um what is it called programming propaganda predictive uh what is pre- I'm googling again predictive <sighs> Programming? No. A neuroscience predictive coding. A theory of brain function in which the brain is constantly generating and updating a mental model of the environment. The model is used to generate predictions of sensory input that are compared to actual sensory input. Well, programming. The news is programming school shootings into minds. It's a term, again, it's like that term, school shooting, it's woven into the fabric of society. If you say it to anyone walking down the street, they go, oh, I remember when Sandy Hook happened and this and the news about it. And I remember the, like, the images and, you know, people recall this shit. It's like planted into our minds. And I don't think it's a good thing. Back to what I was saying about 1852 and, you know, getting your news back in the day. It's like... I don't know. I'm just like too much information. It's it's a new world. Yeah, we have access to it 24/7, but try it. What if the news didn't report? I don't even want to say the next 10 school shootings. See, that sounds dark. But like, I don't know. Back when I started the episode, and this might be short, I'm feeling I don't feel like doing like an hour on this, but um and I said I have a tendency to oversimplify things. I think it's because what my brain does is it goes, it immediately goes to when there's a problem and I'm looking for a solution. I immediately go to root cause. 
and I asked myself like when did the problem start and exactly and what exactly happened and the reason I do that is because it takes the least amount of time and it gives you the answer right away because things happen in patterns and in my mind about uh, regarding school shootings pattern it's it school shootings are a pattern after columbine every other school shooting that ever happened the big ones the mass shoot even just mass shootings the vegas shooting the dark uh, the dark night premiere in what was that colorado the the shooting uh, in the theater uh, all the, the news started reporting them every single time so i go okay problem issue right there media reporting it and it reoccurs media reporting it before that there were one-off I don't even know I I, should I have done some research today should I have researched past mass shootings in the United States since like the 70s like I read the statistic earlier should I have done that to really know like what kind of reporting was done on it probably but I'm just assuming like it's ramped up so like Anyways, um, so the problem to me is media exposing mass shootings, media exposing mass shootings, and for not just like a day, it's like a month straight, and then we'll get a follow-up in like a few months, you know, and then also mental health, obviously. I think that's a fucking big one, too. The mental health of young men in this country is fucked. It's... Um, things are not looking good the mental health of literally everyone these days it seems like and I don't know if that's because like everyone just says that but I I mean (laughs) there's obviously statistics around anxiety depression and other mental health um, you know problems but or diagnose what, what, what ADD ADHD there's all kinds of shit so I believe that's a, re- a huge reality we're facing right now is mental health and in men young men so root cause is that obviously if someone was well in the head they wouldn't walk into a school with a a gun and and shoot it up because that is not normal that is not a healthy minded person okay the gun is not the problem okay i will always i always disagree i dis every single time someone argues against that like oh people kill people guns don't kill people what is that quote I know that sound, that's annoying to someone out there listening right now that's like, we need to get rid of all the guns. <sighs> yeah, so... I don't know. I just thought, okay... I podcast. I do. I do a podcast. I'm a podcast host. I usually keep it light and tight, fun and free, fun free and fabulous. I what do I always? I keep it 
yeah, just it's a, it's a good old time here on the show, mostly. But this week I was like, I I just feel called to talk about it because of my opinion about the media and what they've created. And they're already on my shit list as it is. You know, coming out of the pandemic, they're on my, they've been, oh, they were on my shit list back in college. Okay. When I made that fucking video, when I started realizing what was going on and you have to understand, I, re- I started recognizing it early because of social media, like the, the headlines were ramping up and you were constantly exposed to this bullshit. So, you know, back in high school, it was like Facebook in MySpace before that and then I don't know I was in elementary school getting the local paper reading that at my mom and dad's house but like <laughs> yeah about co- college you know 20 say like 2014 I started yeah going what the fuck um what am I saying oh um this episode talking about it um, yo, the, the, the news, the media is on my shit list. You guys have to understand, like, I literally, I don't talk about my job on here. I literally work, well, I work in PR, but I work with the media and they're not all bad people. There are great reporters out there. I work with a lot of them. Like there are amazing people, amazing. Um, yeah. Reporters out there and, and good, good reporting, solid journalism, like, it's just the fucking popcorn bubblegum eye, eyeball. It's the eyeball, the bubblegum for our eyeball school shooting bullshit or whatever. What am I thinking? What am I thinking in my head? It's 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 that that I'm just not not at all okay with, and I believe it needs to stop. How do you tell a news company who's already going down the shitter like CNN that they need to stop reporting uh, school, school shootings? They need to cut it out because, like, how do you go about this? What is the solution to that? How do you, what's the first, because to me, everything else is a band-aid. Other than like the mental health programs, I just here's here's why I'm like okay I'm not I'm not super hyped on putting security guards with guns in elementary schools. It's like that kind of I'm just maybe I'm oh I'm from a sweet old time like it might like elementary schools are safe places they should be and they're not anymore. They don't it, like it's sketchy as fuck. Like if I ever go back to my elementary school in my hometown, I'm gonna be a little sketched out. I'm gonna be a little bit like what, like you know. And post mass shooting, every time this happens, I had to get out of a movie. I, I can't tell you how many movies after um, the what was it, the Dark Knight shooting, the premiere, whatever. After that happened, there was another one. I think after that. I've I've had to walk out of theaters multiple times because I get a I have like a panic attack and even now I will be honest even now I was just at um, 
I saw a movie a couple months ago and I, I was like uneasy. I still get uneasy in stadiums sometimes. I get uneasy, in, yeah, in big public places. I've reported a, I a suspected shooter before. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been very paranoid. Turns out the kid was uh, training for, uh, he was like in the police academy or something. I'll tell the story real quick. I was working at my college after I graduated for the year after. And I was walking to work. Or I was walking home from work. And I passed the library. And I looked through the window. And I'm watching this this kid with like a beanie on. Just kind of like laying low in a hoodie with a beanie. Had his laptop popped up in the very back of the library. It's like after hours. Like 6 p.m. On a Thursday. I don't know. Uh... But he was watching a YouTube video, and all I saw were, like, it was, like, a gun video. Like, how to shoot a gun. But it was, like, a, it was, like, a Glock. Like, I don't know what kind of, what would that be? Uh... Come on, Jacqueline, rec let's recall a rap lyric right now that has specific details about a type of gun. Handgun. I don't know. <laughs> Not a rifle. <laughs> like a handgun. <laughs> Jacqueline. Three six nine. That's, that's, uh, handgun. If, me googling this right now. The FBI is gonna show up at my fucking door. Hand types of handguns. <laughs> Pistol. No. Wait. Why do I really want to know what this is right now? Because I'm thinking of a specific one. Do you like like this? Is an example of me not pretending like I know shit. Jesus, I don't like this. I don't like looking at pictures of guns. I mean, it's like, whatever. And you guys, maybe I should insert this too. I grew up around guns. I grew up around a lot of hunting, okay? I grew up around, like, my grandpa, like, uh, coming by the house when our old pony was on its last legs with his fucking shotgun and everybody close your ears. We're in the house. We know grandpa's going to take care of business, as they say, as the, uh, you know. And that's how, I mean, I grew up out on a, on a farm. Like, he was a farmer. Like, you, you just, you don't inject it with some lethal, you know. I mean, I think we've put horses down before that way. But he actually shot our Arabian. Oh my god, this is so dark. I Do you guys want me to lighten it up? Okay, we're talking about shooting. I'm talking about guns. What I'm saying, let me be um, like, oh Jesus, Jacqueline. Okay. I think it's easy for me to talk about this subject and guns the way I am. And, and I think it's easy for me to be pro-gun and when these things happen because of my upbringing and I, 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 I'm aware of that and I don't see anything good coming out of getting rid of all guns like that's never gonna fuck it's a and, and there's data I was reading something again did I come prepared with notes and I'm not I can't report this to you right now I'm not gonna pretend like I know it either um, I was reading someone posted some data about why owning a gun is like 
like safer than not owning a gun or something like that. I don't know. Like the pros of it. I just like the idea of like having it in case shit ever goes down. I'm a woman, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm worried about my safety. And if I, I grew up where it's like, we had a gun in our house and I lived out in the middle I lived out in farmland. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Just felt like <laughs> it's what you do. You sit on your, you sit on your porch with a shotgun, get off my property. Okay. That's kind of the land. I, that's a land I come from. Not that fucking redneck at all it was I grew up I always say this on the show I'm like I grew up in a very classy um the classy boonies okay um beautiful countryside just like it wasn't middle of nowhere like Oklahoma you know so in the panhandle it's like not the type of small town I come from but um what was I saying oh it's easy for me to be pro-gun yeah but other countries don't have this issue. Why do we have this issue? Because the media made it a thing. Media made it a thing. Media made it a thing. That's it. That's true. That's that's it. It's the only way. My brain can't see any other reason why this keeps continuing. Other than, yeah, the media making a thing and obviously mental health in this country and and young men being at an all-time low or whatever. Okay, let me tell you guys a story real quick about my grandpa coming by to take care of business with some of our farm animals and how he shot my... (laughs) You want to know, something I do when things are serious and sad, like, I go to laughter okay laughter is a humor is a safe place it's my safe place it's where I feel the most like yeah safe so was the, the Rob elementary school shooting in Texas absolutely like gut wrenching terrible horrifying like sad um, like I have a lump in my throat like I've been fucked up this week I'll be honest like even working I'm like I just it 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 hurt it hurts the soul these are kids you know like yes was that a tragedy that I will never be able to unsee because of the fucking media blasting it in everyone's face all day and all over my Instagram everyone's reposting the pictures of all these little kids like yeah that's all true that's all that's what it is okay but I want to end this on a light jeez I can't how can I do this how can I be taken seriously or not seen as a sociopath (laughs) fuck me (laughs) if I decide to end this episode talking about how my grandpa shot our animals (laughs) growing up it's just funny because it's like if you know my family it's just it's it's like it's sad it's also sad but like in a different it's just oh jesus i don't know if i can do this right now i just want to laugh i don't want to cry and guys the i don't want to talk about it there's some really sad news that came out like yesterday i think about 
the husband of the the teacher that got shot had a heart attack and died and they had the four kids those kids are parentless now he had a heart attack a few days after it like when I say I feel numb like it's like that is I I get like when I hear that level of a tragedy or hear about it I like can't feel I don't even I'm like because I have a super I have this ability I I don't know where it comes from or why I have it but like I I can like put on other people's bodies onto mine or like get into their heads to the point where like I feel what they feel and when I say that I have fainted and passed out multiple times when people describe a tragic situation in their life that fucking happens to me okay I think that's called like (laughs) is that empathy is that like extreme empathy is that extreme I don't know why I yeah I can take on other people's um I can feel is that a hyper HSP hypersensitive person (laughs) Jesus like I mean it's like when I drive past a homeless man I'm like I feel like I, I, I go my brain's like I'm holding the sign I'm looking at the car driving by how do I feel right now and then I get sad and then I'm then I get pissed at myself for not carrying cash or I always like to give I don't give a fuck what you think about giving homeless people shit I'm like if I have 20 bucks I'm giving it to them anytime I have cash on me I give it to, I always do that I my mom did that growing up. That's like, again, all I know. I don't care if they're going to go buy drugs. I don't care. Like fucking whatever, do whatever. But I, it's like they're right there in arm's length away. I'm going to help them. That's just my heart. That's just, I feel for other people that are struggling and I, it's really hard for me. That's why when I, I think what I do is I just to stay sane or just to keep myself from spiraling and getting overly emotional and this is, I think, something I've matured into. And I've, I've had to, like, cultivate this skill over time. Is I now block myself. I, like, have a shut-off valve with my emotions. And I just, like, robot mode through it. Because <laughs> so I don't think it's good to overly react or overly get overly emotional at anything and I've actually learned that from a lot of men I've dated because men are more rational logical pragmatic and like very they're not emo emotional snowballs like women are just by by their it's like their nature um because they have to provide and protect and um they don't have time for bullshit and (laughs) and emotions you know when shit goes down they got to get the job done and they have to use logic and reason and ration be rational and realistic like so all of those good all of that's something I've watched and observed from men and I try to I that's something I've yeah had to like work on with myself especially when when things are sad and heavy um I cry very easily but now I'm more balanced I'd say my emotions um all right let's just (sighs) round this bitch out with a story about my grandpa I actually really miss my family right now it's my mom's birthday today 
Um, they're all camping. I just have this picture of a gun on my fucking computer right now. No, I'm closing that tab. Um, yeah, it's my mom's birthday today. They're all camping. It's Memorial Day weekend. Every single year growing up, we'd go camping as a family. We'd pitch tents, park RVs in um, a deception pass up in Washington. And this is like a really special sentimental weekend um, for me. And I'm in California, obviously. My whole family's in Washington. I didn't fly up this year for her birthday. And she was sending... The reason I'm saying I miss my grandpa is she was sending me like videos of my grandparents and my cousins and everyone. And I was like, God damn it. They're getting older and I, I miss them so much. And anyways, growing up, we had, we had a little funny farm, you know, chickens, sheep, bunnies, goats, p- ponies, horses, llamas. Um, what else did we have? kind of like that you know we didn't have like a farm with like we didn't have like a dairy farm with cows my neighbors I grew up next to dairy farms my whole life though so like our next door neighbors had cows um anyways uh so a couple stories I think the f- crazy ass story I'll tell first so after my parents got divorced obviously my mom was living by herself and <laughs> She decided she wanted to get, like, a guard dog, like a, a German Shepherd, something that would protect her and sleep next to her bed every night, you know. She, yeah. So she got a, she rescued a German Shepherd named Greta, and um, she noticed early on that this dog was sniffing cars. Like, every time they, they went on a walk, it was, it would, like, if there was a car parked, it would, like scan the car you know check the car and like sniff around it so she she was convinced this was a border patrol uh a border border patrol like drug dog at the canadian border or something like she just thought like this dog's been trained to search for drugs so it was like yeah it had it's a german shepherd it can fuck shit up when it, it you know like I think every pol- police dogs are german shepherds like they're gonna go into full attack mode if need be, if they've been trained, if they, you know. So anyways, at the time, I, um, at the time, my sister was, I think she was graduated college or she's still in college. I was in college. We were all out of the house. The whole, all, all us kids were in college. Me and my brother and my sister, we all went to Washington State University. Anyways, my mom had my sister's horse in the pasture and a pasture pal, a little, cute little a cute little sheep so one day my mom is sitting in the living room probably watching I don't know (laughs) what does she watch like golf or something I don't even know what she like sipping coffee watching tv and all she sees outside is Greta, the German Shepherd, chasing after and mutilating the sheep. Greta had gotten out of her kennel, broken into the pasture, and like, like, destroyed the sheep. Like, basically, was a tried to kill it, 
got really close. Then Greta, dra- she dragged the sheep into like the yard up by the house. Blood everywhere. Ble- it, the sheep's like bleeding out, dying. Then Greta goes, and my mom's like chasing her, trying to, but she's like freaked out, like for her own safety. Then Greta goes to the horse. Okay, this prized, my sister's like best horse. Forget its name. I think it was her friend's horse she got. It's like a beautiful um, quarter horse. I think thoroughbred. Forget. Um, Hummer was his name? No. I think it was the one after. Anyways. Then Greta goes for the horse's legs, okay? And that's where shit is, like, getting real. Because it, the, the horse's leg, legs is all it, all it fucking has, especially a thoroughbred. Any horse. Like, you, if its legs are destroyed and fucked up. We had to put a horse down before, like, because of its hoof getting severed and, like, it couldn't even walk. Like, it, it's a, it's bad. Hor- you don't want to fuck around with horse's legs. So Greta starts attacking the horse. My mom immediately goes to the phone, calls my grandpa, grandpa gets there because he lives down the street like a mile or two <laughs> grandpa shows up with a shotgun this is so fucking sad and blows Greta up kills the dog kills this German shepherd and well I think he he took he ended the sheep's life first he was bleeding out and then he shot the dog <laughs> I'm laughing because it's like it's so like what like crazy and and just like horrible and the visuals of my mom like chasing Greta and then like the bleed the the sheep bleeding out and the horse going crazy in the pasture like my grandpa showing up with a shotgun like you know he had like a bad hip I can only imagine him like hobbling over with the, the gun like trying to aim and oh my god so that's the first crazy ass story I guess, like, the other ones are, um, I know, look, I love dogs. I am sad about that. I'm not super stoked. The dog had to die that way, okay? Clearly, she had a, I mean, I don't know. Could have been a kid, you know? Who the fuck knows? Um, so, (laughs) I need to, kind of want to end the episode. I need to spray tan first world problems let's fucking get it Jacqueline spray tan nails hair outfit guess what I'm doing tonight not eating octopus I'll tell you that um Jesus I'm actually gonna play some ping pong I think yeah ping pong so on my birthday I was at Six Flags with my youth group. God, I really sound like a conservative, Christian, Republican, <laughs> fucking Bible thumping, red blood American. I was in my youth group. <laughs> I was in like, like here's the thing. When I talk about farm life, I haven't done this in a while on the show, and this happens every time I go home. I get a twang. Okay, this is how my like when I talk to my sister, just like shooting the shit, we get a twang. Like, we get a little, like, just, like, it's, it's how, it's just, it's part of my, it's just, whatever. Um, so I was riding a roller coaster. I knew that my Arabian ginger, or it was, like, our, our family horse, I knew she was getting put down that day. Um, 
because she was like 30. She was the oldest horse we, we'd ever, we, we oldest horse we had. She was so skinny, so bony. It was time. It was her time. And I was at peace with her passing. I knew it was my birthday, but whatever. Like I knew what, okay. So long story short, a month later, uh, Jose, our neighbors, um, one of the workers at the dairy farm next door, our neighbor's dairy farm, he was like, Hey, what's up? Like, what happened to your horse? Someone like, he goes, Oh yeah, I was, um, yeah. He like had a, he put his hand like a gun and put it by his head. He didn't speak English very well. He goes, yeah, your horse got shot. What happened? I'm like, what? So I hadn't, I didn't know that Ginger was, I didn't know my grandpa came by and shot. You guys, my grandpa, first of all, he hunts. All right, okay. If you go to his garage, it's like moose head, bear head. Like he has these crazy looking goats, um, just deer, like antlers everywhere, like fucking fishing poles. And like, it's just tricked out with taxidermy. Okay. He hunts. So this is like not, it's just whatever. Um, I, I just feel like the visual of my grandpa, like showing up and shooting my horse and just like killing it, like point blank, like that is like to whoever's listening right now, who's like not accustomed to that kind of, um, animal abuse or treatment, <laughs> euthanization. <laughs> I know that sounds a little gory and sad. So anyways, Jose's like, yeah, what happened? So I'm thinking my horse was like put down by a vet that showed up and it was like done with like a lethal injection. No, 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 no grandpa shot grandpa shot the horse my grandpa's also let's see what other animals has he taken out um he's like shot some possums like a possum got in our chicken coop one time i think he just came over with a shot and shot it speaking of possum holy fuck jimmy this morning at the beach i thought it was a dead duck in the water and him and this other dog were like checking it out, but they were acting weird. And I'm like, what the fuck? It was a dead possum bobbing in the water. And Jimmy, I, I'm like, let's go. But like, I was trying to get him away. He grabbed that thing and, and he picked it up with his mouth. Obviously that's how you pick it up. And he set it down on the beach. And I'm like, fuck. So then I'm Googling like, do possums carry rabies? Like, is my dog going to die from putting it in its mouth for 10 seconds? Apparently their blood temperature is too low for them to carry rabies. There's also like tuberculosis and all these other fucking things that possums have that Jimmy could be at risk of contracting. Who knows? He's actually uh, due for his rabies vaccine. I swear to God it was yesterday. (laughs) I got a notification from my, or an email from my vet. His one year va- rabies vaccination, whatever. So yeah, so Jimmy got a possum this morning, but that's not the, so he actually, I think the crazy ass story about Jimmy, again, this is a farm story. When he stayed with my mom for a couple months while I was traveling last fall, um, she said he like drug dragged drug a dead calf carcass into the front lawn <laughs> it was like it was like gnawing on its legs because next door so it's a dairy farm and 
how do how is it okay i know again i do do i sound psychotic or like sociopath when i'm like oh dead calf carcass like baby calf and then i i audibly laugh what is that is that just my am i uncomfortable so i laugh or i'm i don't know (sighs) am i insensitive to death or just like numb to i don't know it's how I cope. Everything to me, I, I can't take anything seriously. So even like death, I laugh. I don't know. It's just whatever. So he, so next door, they um, had a lot of heifers, a lot of pregnant heifers. And sometimes if the little baby cow pops out, it doesn't make it. Okay. What do, they, what do the farmers do for like the first 24 hours? They set it to the side. Okay. This little baby calf doesn't get a burial right away. Most of the time, you're on a dairy farm where every every now and then there's a little baby calf carcass laying next to the barn okay so i guess what jimmy did is he had taken the calf leg and he put it in its mouth and he dragged it like a hundred yards to our house (laughs) and i think he did the same thing with like a cow skull after a butcher came by and like left the head so jimmy's a farm dog he's he was a farm dog for two months so this possum ain't shit um it was quick it wasn't like he sat and gnawed on it and chewed it he just gracefully picked it up out of the water and set it on the beach like two feet to the side so anyways i think that's kind of it for my farm stories um trying to think of any other animals got if any other animals got shot up no we had an obese pony one time that got taken away to the meat factory for to make dog food i found about i found out about fuck i found out about that like later on like what happened to rocco oh i thought my parents i think they told me oh he went to the pony farm like they took him they we like like i don't think we sold we didn't sell sell rocco to them they just whatever we were i think they i thought it was going to end up there at the pony farm i grew up going to for horse camp nope find out later Rocco went to the the meat grinder, the meat factory. Rocco became dog food. Apparently horse meat is used for dog food. I don't know. So like what's your trauma? Like what's your childhood trauma? I have a lot and a lot of it has to do with watching animals die or like hearing about tragic like tragic or just animal deaths. And let's end the show with one more that just surfaced to the top of my brain about my dear pygmy goat maria god rest her soul okay i've told this story before for the long time listeners this is going to be a little refresher for everyone new please bow your heads and pray with me um (laughs) i named maria maria because she was born on cinco cinco de mayo which is the fifth of may about july that year I'm driving home from probably like AAU basketball practice. Pretty sure it was basketball practice. And there's a big farm truck in front of me. Like right in front of our house. It stops. Its taillights are on. I'm trying to pull into the driveway. And I'm like, what the fuck? The farmer gets out. Walks in front of the truck. uh, And there she is. Maria lifeless bleeding out he's gra- he grabbed her hooves her four legs 
set her on the lawn. But I'm pretty sure he kept, he kept driving. <laughs> like, and I'm just like bawling, crying. Maria, oh my god. It was so sad. And my sister was inside and we started crying. And then my brother, he gets his like G.I. Joe night vision goggles out of his bedroom. And then I had to look at her one last time, right? Like I wasn't just going to like leave her there. And I was crying. I'm like, oh my God, my brother's like with, with his night vision goggles, like inspecting her. And like, I just remember seeing her nose. It was like all bloody and she got hit and knocked out totally. It wasn't like a, I've seen worse. Like I've seen chicken smashed on the road. I've seen, um, dog smashed on the road. Not my own cats flattened. Like I've seen that Maria was a quick knockout but her nose was bleeding really bad which is really sad so yeah that was a tough one I think I was in like six, six or seventh grade well okay this was a heavy episode but kind of fun at the end uh hope you enjoyed it again no video this week because I don't know like I used to do 70 I used to podcast seven days a week and the reason it was possible was because I it was audio only but when I have to do a whole production and get all, I want to have to get glam for you guys. Like I'm totally like not going to show up, uh, laying low in a hoodie with a messy bun and no makeup. Like I am a content creator and I, I need to flex <laughs> or I need to keep my appearance up. Fuck, it sounds so dumb. <laughs> like it's fun. It's also like part of the routine. Part, part of the routine I love about podcasting is like if I do it in the morning it's like I you know I wake up I go to the gym I come home I shower then I get glam for the show I set up my lights and it's very like zen and I'll watch a little like YouTube video or I'll watch something on TV while I get ready and make a little you know snack a little breakfast and I'll press record and it's fun like I do enjoy getting glam but the audio is so much easier because I literally just like press record talk and then upload it no edits this is one take god damn i'm a one take johnny that's what my mom used to say when she's on the news why did her producer why, why did her director i don't know like her is because she's a one take johnny off the cuff <sighs> just a talent i don't know I'm hungry. I'll be honest, like, try self-reflect right now. Get into my mind, how I my how I perceive myself. Um, I never wanted to be a podcast host. Like, or it wasn't ever like a goal. Like, oh, I want to start a podcast. Never said that. Never thought it. Totally happened, like, out of the blue on September 4th, 2020. I've told the story a million times. I will not repeat it. It like fell into my lap and it happened in the most random way. And over the year and a half, so yeah, over the last year and a half, I've realized that like, I've talked to a ton of people that are like, how do you just sit and talk and make stuff up on the fly for an hour? Like, how did you do that seven days a week for 300 episodes? Like, how do you... And that's how I look at people who are, like, building 
robots or like engineering like bioengineering (laughs) creating vaccines like shit like that I think it's the same thing it's like this just happens to be the thing that I'm good at that I'm naturally good at and it's not hard at all it's the easiest thing I've ever done it feels like it's the most effortless thing I've ever done that's why I know it's been it's it's sustainable I know I'll do this forever because it's like I'm fucking passionate about it and I look forward to it and I'm never sick and tired of podcasting I never go oh I don't want to podcast today ever so I think it's like it's that it's just it's just a skill like any other profession out there I'm yeah I I guess what I'm saying is over the last year and a half I've come to terms with the fact that I'm a natural born entertainer uh I'm naturally good at this podcasting or talking and it's weird and I'm also like uncomfortable saying oh I'm good at it or like I know I'm good at it because that makes you feel I, I don't I never like to sound full of myself and full of shit but I should be I'm self-aware like enough people have comp- like showered me with compliments and told me how much they love the show and how much they love listening to me and how great I am at it and all this shit to, for me to go okay okay you're right all right I see it too I get it um that's a self-esteem problem <laughs> because I never think I'm good at anything I never think I'm good enough I never like it's a it's a journey um it's not interesting when people are like well how, I don't get how you do it it's so hard don't how do you do I'm like it's literally the easiest thing I've ever done can't relate so <sighs> so anyways uh thank you for listening to this episode it was kind of like heavy kind of intense I swore a lot bitched a lot but let me let me know your thoughts I appreciate your guys's dms whenever I post an episode it makes this feel like a conversation and not just like a one-way conversation it makes it sound like it makes it feel like a two-way conversation so yeah send me a dm let me know what your, what your thoughts are on school shootings the media reporting on it um mental health in this country gun control, banning guns, um, gun safety, whatever. Just like blow my, my Instagram DMs up uh, after this one. If you want, um, they're, they're open. Bitch, the, <laughs> bitch, was an intense bitch. I said that really aggressively. She's on tour. Okay. Why are the DMs open? Why are the DMs so wide open right now? A bitch is on tour. All right. What do I mean? I'm not dating. I'm on tour. I'm recently single. I'm on, t- I'm on tour. Okay. I never thought I'd get here. This, I might, this could be an update for my next podcast, my dating update. But like, I used to be so like one step at a time with dating where now I'm like, yes, to saying yes to everything. Just like more is more. And it feels good because I think it, that's good for, I think dating a lot of people, what I'm saying is I didn't think I could do I don't think I fuck I didn't think I could date multiple people at once or give it my spread my um time like I'm just doing like dates like I'm just going on one-off dates 
and then follow-up dates like this is this will be a fourth date tonight so but yeah but it's like I have a date tomorrow night with someone different but like I never thought I could do this I'm really good at putting I feel like I thought it was a it was like in the past I was like oh I'll do one person at a time and if they're not right I'll move to the next person but I'm on <laughs> what did I say I'm on I'm on tour DMs are open DMs are open for the podcast mostly obviously that's what I prompted you to do today go slide in and talk to me about the show and your opinions and your ideas about what I said um but also you know hit me up for a hey if you know any good places in this city that uh offer octopus on their menu let me know I'll throw it up on your shoes later (laughs) Hey, do you like octopus? Do you, hey, do you think I'm cute? Do you like octopus? Do you also like, do you also get turned on by vomit? Slide in, DM me. <laughs> I'll go eat octopus with you. Should I actually tell that story? I feel like it's too late in the episode to tell that story. I It's kind of like, it's, I, I basically summarized what happened. Um... It was more at the end of the day, I'll just end the episode right now for real by saying this. Like it wasn't even it wasn't embarrassing. It was more funny. And the guy was really cool about it. And we we we've laughed about it after it happened. Like it's a funny story. Like it's not I'm not like, "Oh my god, I'm mortified." Cuz like we've all been there. I mean, I hadn't I hadn't puked from alcohol since well, I did tell the story a couple weeks ago about puking on the plane seven times coming home from Washington seven times on the plane that was the last time I puked and I had an IPA at the airport before that and a Cuban sandwich and I'm pretty sure so that was the last time I puked from alcohol so I was gonna say last time I puked from alcohol was like college and it was a at a bagel joint that's the last time I actually yeah and then the time I puked after that was on a yacht from seasickness so I've only puked four times wait yeah college bagel joint alcohol poisoning (laughs) drinking too much yacht seasickness recently with in the airport or on the airplane seven times and then uh last weekend octopus wow i got a strong stomach you know what i do so but it was funny anyways it was funny and it wasn't like a wild mess all over everyone around me it wasn't like i projectile vomited onto like the table you know but there were tentacles um, <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> but the octopus was so good. And I'm like, God damn it. I feel like it ruined octopus for me. I can't. God, like, it was so good. <laughs> octopus is so good. So anyways. Okay. Thanks for listening. Hope you had a great week um, outside of, you know, the news about what happened in Texas um, because I know we're all like thinking about it 
it's hanging over our heads right now. Um, or you might be out of sight, out of mind, which is a good choice. Sometimes you got to do that. Just don't look it up. Don't listen or watch or follow it. <sighs> so yeah, I hope you had a great week. Oh my God. And make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. I'm everywhere. Uh, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, Stitcher. Da, 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 da. <laughs> what was that noise? Subscribe wherever you're listening right now. Um, and follow me at Jacqueline Monroe on Instagram. And finally, if you made it this far, become a patron. Subscribe to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash TJMS. It's my monthly subscription subscription service where uh, it's a donation at this point. I do not provide bonus content like I used to. It is strictly to support me and my podcasting career because I don't profit from, I mean, um, well, Instagram's paying me now, which is pretty badass for posting, but not from the, I don't make any money from the podcast. So patreon.com slash TJMS support your local podcast host um thank you have a great week have a great day night whenever you're listening to this and i'll talk to you next sunday bye